Hi, and welcome to the Genesis Podcast. We're so glad to be able to bring a small portion of our community to you through this medium and hope that you'll join us in our endeavor to embolden one another to change the world by effectively representing Jesus Christ. If you would like to know more about who we are as a community, as well as when and where we meet, you can visit us online at thegenesisstory.com. Also, if you have benefited from this podcast in any way or would like to participate in what we're doing here at Genesis, would you consider partnering with us by donating online again at www.thegenesisstory.com. There you can select the giving tab and how you would like to contribute to the general fund or even to the building fund. Remember, we can do more together than we can ever do alone. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. God bless. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you guys here and good to see you guys online. Uh, You may have noticed we are a little late getting online. Some technical difficulties. We're not really sure what they are. They're gremlins in the system or something. Um, For those of you who are here, you should have gotten a card if you didn't raise your hand. Uh, We have a card that we want you to answer the two questions that are on the board here. Uh, It's what are you looking for? In church, and is there something that you would like to do at Genesis? And if you can write those out and then give them to me, it's going to be something that we want as we're kind of moving forward into the new year. Uh, we got something a little bit different going on here. That's funny. We got a picture of Adelio right now on the screen. Is that and Randy? Oh, okay. <laughs> I get. It. That's funny. He didn't know it. Just <laughs> why did someone tell me? <laughs> I know. Yeah, if you're sitting in front of the camera, you you you'll see the back of your head. So um, anyway, that's for you guys who are here to fill out. If you guys are online, you could actually write some of those things in the comments on YouTube. Um, we will read those. Um, it's important that we have your voice as a part of our community. Um, that's the point. But let's pause, let's pray, and we'll get started. I'm excited about this morning and some of the things we're doing. Uh, So let's pray. Father, we have only begun to understand who you are. Yet our hearts long for you, long for the things that you have put within us to come to fruition, for us to grow, to, to mature, to learn how to be like Jesus. And so this morning, there is so much possibility that can take place between you and us, and we welcome it, we desire it, we are here because that is what we want. And so we pray, Father, for your will to be accomplished in our lives, for our hearts, minds to be open, for us to be hungry for things that will bring about change in us. Lord, we understand that if we are unable to change our minds, then really we are unable to change. And, And might those areas where change needs to take place be able to take place. Father, may we be able to grow this morning into your desires for each of us. 
We do pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for this time to just hear these words that move us. May, again, we lean into what you are doing this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Okay, well, things are going to be a little different this morning. I've got Randy coming up here. From Randy. A couple of announcements. Remember, uh, Genesis is here because you support us, uh, and that's us as a community, and so you can give in the various ways. Uh, You can go to Zelle, you can go to Venmo, uh, the genesisstory.com allows you to just go there and put in the information, and that money goes to keep the things happening here that are happening and the things that we want to see happen. And so we, again, appreciate that. We thank you guys for your faithfulness in this area. Um, We also want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, Hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year coming up. Um, Do have some news to let you guys know that someone who did attend here last week did test positive for COVID. Um, Just to let you guys know who are here And they are, again, the state of California is asking that we wear masks. Of course, Randy and I are here without masks, but um, just letting you guys know this is the situation uh, in California right now. You don't have to put your (laughs) mask on right now. Uh, You've already breathed on me. Anyway, but we do want to be cautious. I know that even be praying for uh, uh, Pat Sherman. She isn't tested positive or anything, but she's kind of being uh, quarantined right now, as few people are. And so we want to just be aware of that, praying for the people who we know. Um, It's kind of crazy how this new variant has spread and become the dominant variant so quickly. But the good thing is, is apparently it is not as severe. And so that's a, a good thing. And hopefully that will lead us to become more of a endemic than a pandemic if that happens. But Anyway, that's where we are right now. So um, what we wanted to do this morning, and and the reason I had you guys sign these or fill these cards out, and I want to get them from you later, is because at the end of the year, it's always one of these times where we look back and think about what's happened, and we look forward and think about what we want to see happen. You know, this year, I talked about grace and truth. I had a series on grace and truth. I had a long series on desire and how important desires are to our spiritual life. And then we were ending on the politics of Jesus. And, and really what my desire was, was to kind of move us from a place uh, as a community in the current climate that we find ourselves in culturally. And so that's kind of been the desire. But, you know, let me ask you, Randy. um, And the reason I wanted Randy here is because it's important that we have more than just my voice in these situations, right? It's important that we recognize as a community we all have a voice, and that voice matters. And so I wanted to bring Randy up here because I wanted his input. I wanted his questions to me. And uh, hopefully these things will be able to, again, shape us as we get these cards uh, in the directions that we're going. But let me throw it to you. I mean, this past year with the things that have happened and what you've seen happen, what are some of your thoughts? Um, 
just in, in, in the general sense of the world? Or? Well, I guess we can go from general to Genesis. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was that pretty was, good. That's good. <laughs> it's chapter one. I, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've lived through a lot in the last couple of years, and it's been, uh, I don't think any of us have gotten by unscathed, at least in some sense. So um, it's, been, it's been rough. There's been, over the last year and a half, um, even more divisiveness, I think, in, in our culture than we've seen, uh, than, we've, than personally I've ever seen in my lifetime. I, there's always been sides, um, but now those sides are, sh- are sharp, right? And they're not, uh, and so we've seen, we've kind of lived through that, and that's kind of the, the general culture stuff, and that has everything to do with uh, maybe racism in politics and um, and then beyond that, just you know what just ideas people are divided sharply over just ideas and so um, that's that 's what we 've been living through and so now here we are as a church community with people who live on both sides of those aisles and looking at each other as family and going. How do we move to, together through this? And I think that's what, I, I feel like that's what we've been doing uh, through, through the teaching in the last year. Um, is that? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, you know, when I've gone through, especially the politics of Jesus, it was trying to show that there is a truth that is deeper than the culture that we live in, that we're trying to lean into, that should shape us no matter where we're at on those things, you know, so politically or just even regarding, you know, the uh, COVID and all the things there, there's something that the Spirit of God should govern us in that can help us to actually be together, even in spite of those differences. Um, So yeah, that's definitely been something that we want to see take place here at Genesis. You know, it would be a, a tragedy if the diversity that is here with all of you and the people who are watching did not show up, because that's the beauty. Right, the diversity is where we get the beautiful. I mean, just think if you could only eat one kind of food, right? What would it be? I mean, yeah, you might say, oh yeah, it'd be Mexican food, but man, pizza gone, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just like there, there is so much beauty in the diversity of humanity, and that comes with its differences, and it comes, you know, in the tension that is there, and, and it's important that that show up. Otherwise, it becomes uh, sterile, and it becomes very single-minded, and it excludes, and that's so contrary to the gospel. And we want to make sure that our presentation of what the gospel is, the, the good news of Jesus, is inclusive. And that has to include, you know, women, has to include races, has to include uh, political parties. It, it includes so much that I feel has silently been, you know, uh, put away in the past, and I want to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the nature of the gospel, and I feel like that's what we miss, I think, if we, if we get... I mean, look, I've said this before, and we've talked about this before, too, but like when you're in culture, it is virtually impossible to step out of culture. Yeah. But it, if you become... You know, the, the word incultured, right? This, this idea that, that you become so entrenched in it that you, you can't see past it, then, it be, then you become blind because you're just kind of moving with 
everybody else. Yeah, and I think it shows up when you see things that aren't right, right? That's when, when something stands out that's contrary to the character of Christ, and it's a part of culture, that's when we stand up and kind of wake up, right? Say, oh, we got to do something about this because this isn't right, you know, and that's happened in the past, and I'm sure it'll continue happening in the future. I want to read a passage uh, from the book of Acts, chapter 2. I'm going to read a couple of them. In Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 42, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul. Many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And when they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need, and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. This continues through in in Acts chapter 4, verse 32. It says, Now the full number of those who believed were in one heart and soul, and no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as they had need. Now, we're not going to ask anyone to sell their houses and bring the money here, This is something that they voluntarily did, that they saw a need and they cared more about the people and the need than what they had. There's something powerful happening here that we would love to see happen again to a certain extent in our culture and what is happening. And, And I think part of what we are doing here this morning as we're taking this time to talk about this and not just give a Bible study on it, is to recognize the importance of each other. You see, the apostles didn't do this. They were being used, but it was the people who did this. They're the ones who saw the need, met the need. And then they brought the things to the the apostles and they were distributing as needed. So there's a responsibility that is collective that needs to be engaged in, right? The church is not a place we go. It is the people we are. And we need to recapture that so that something powerful can take place like what was taking place here. And I think that's kind of the desire and what we were wanting to talk about a little bit this morning as we lean forward. So Acts 2.42 is my absolute favorite description of what church is. Mm. But it never mentions a Sunday service or anything that we're used to thinking about church being. Yeah. So, so it's one of those places in Scripture where you read it and you're like, hmm, I've not experienced that before. Mm-hmm. And so we're, <laughs> you know, um, and maybe you've had that experience in your, when you're reading your Bible and you think, this doesn't sound like Christianity that I'm living in. And that's part of why I think what you said before, like when, you, when there's something that's like, wait a minute, that's, 
incongruent to this. We need to change something because this is what church was in the beginning. Right. This is what Jesus left and established, and these were his people, and this is what they were doing together. I'm not saying that we don't do this because this is awesome. It's fun to get together. This is important. I'm saying there's so much more to being a church community than Sunday mornings, and that is important. Yeah, and if, if this is all that we're going to do is Sunday morning get together, then it won't be long before we no longer are able to do this because we are not actually meeting the needs of our community. We are maybe satisfying a desire that we have, but that desire will not grow, right? It, it talks about the church growing and the Lord adding numbers. Why were the numbers being added? Who wouldn't want to be a part of a community like this? Right? Who wouldn't want to be a part of a community that cared for people right? and was engaged with one another in such a way where no one was lacking anything? Right? And that it's pretty incredible to think at this time with the lack that there was in the you know, populace at whole compared to the surplus that we have that no one lacked anything. I mean, maybe part of that speaks to our what we think we need, but... Part of that also testifies to what connection there was to each other. And so that's what we're wanting to see happen as we move forward. Because the past couple of years, the face of Genesis has changed, right, completely. I mean, we've lost so many people because of the political things. People thought I was being too political, um, We've lost people because there was no gathering together and we didn't want to meet. And people went to churches where they were still meeting even when we weren't. Uh, there was people who've left because there was no place for the kids. And now we've got children's you know, ministry developing back up again. But it, it's changed who we are. And that's okay. Change has to happen. Otherwise, we don't grow. And so it actually is an opportunity right? Not that we don't miss people who were part of our community. And I hope you still contact people, even if they don't come here. Uh, I know I do people who have left. I've called and wished them, you know, Merry Christmas and happy birthday and congratulations when their son gets married or something like that. So I hope you stay in humanity, right? And connection with people. But Genesis has changed. And so now the question is, where is it going? And that's why we're having this kind of a discussion here, because part of where it's going is going to be more interaction and things taking place, even like what's happening here. When we did take two, that was kind of the idea. We want to lean into more conversation than just here's something that you guys have and then do nothing with, right? And so conversation gives us the ability to have a voice, hear other voices, and process things, I think, in a little bit healthier way. And so now it's a matter of, where are we going, right? That's the big question. So anyone know? Um, no. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I had you guys fill out this card, right? Because I wanted to know what you think church is. I wanted to get an idea of what you would like to do, right? I didn't, notice I didn't say, what would you like to see done? Mm -hmm. I said, what would you like to do? Because I don't, I don't care about what you want to see done because I want to see a lot of things done, right? What are you wanting to do? Because I want to raise up within each of us that understanding that if we are the church, then we do something. 
And it doesn't have to be on stage. It, it could be something small. I would like to do crafts and give them to people, right? Um, share with me or share with them what you shared with me about the warrior children. Just the, the and, warrior for children. I, um, you know, we were able to collect a, a box of toys kind of at the last minute. That's my bad. But <laughs> we did it really quickly. And, and um, I dropped off that box and uh, met the people, the staff there. Uh, and they're really it's just right a mile, less than a mile away from here. And uh, they do incredible work caring for uh, kids with trauma. And I found out that the lady that started it um, is a trauma nurse. And so she was seeing this hole in the system where these kids were... Uh, after having you know, been through what they've been through, they were being neglected, essentially, or, or weren't, their needs weren't being met in the way that you would like to see kids' needs met. So um, we participated in a toy drive because we wanted to make sure they had a Christmas. Um, and they did that. But she, she told me, the lady told me, that they also, uh, throughout the year, they have lots of needs because they're not just doing toy drives. They're, doing, they're, t- they're caring for kids who don't have hygiene products. And, uh, and who need, you know, um, young mothers who don't have any formula or diapers. So those types of things, we want to step into that and be a part of helping them. With, they need volunteers from time to time. So if we have people with time on their hands or would like to be involved with that, we want to step into that and partner with them. And um, that's just one of the things uh, that we're talking about going into this year. Yeah, we've also kind of connected with Hitch Burger and Grill. And they do something a few times a year. They do what's called Project Boon, um, where they help, again, families in need. And so we'd like to connect with them. Uh, We raised over $1,300 and helped 36 foster kids, teenagers, this year. Right, And and this is something we did at the Christmas season, but these are the kinds of things that we want to lean into because if together we do a little, it adds up to a lot. Right? And there's that multiplication that happens as each person does what they can do, then it actually makes a difference in you know, people's lives. And for us, as the small community that we are, this has been part of our dynamic. We have done this throughout our existence, and I think it's an important part that we see even in Acts, where we're actually participating and helping as the needs are there. And of course, the needs here in our community, as well as the needs in our local community, is something that we want to continue doing. Right? And so what that looks like moving forward is going to change maybe some of the things that we've done. You know, Even on Sunday mornings when we do uh, something where I'm usually speaking, maybe we'll do something where we're having a discussion like this. Or maybe we'll have an opportunity to do something a little bit different, but it's going to be different, and that's usually off-putting because we like the way things go, right? And so when we do something like this, some people are already like, what's going on here? Why are they sitting <laughs> down? You know, right? It's like it could be off-putting. I remember um, Alex brought someone, Alex Ortiz, and it was on a Wednesday night, and I asked questions, and I said, what do you guys think? And the person was so like, why did he ask us? Isn't he the pastor? He's supposed to tell us what to think. Literally said that, right? And like, oh my gosh, you know, that's a scary thought. I'm going to tell you what to think. Um, and so that is definitely not what's happening. Um, we want to see more things happening like what we've been doing. 
in the past, right? We've got the uh, philosophy, critical thinking, you know, the art for artists. We've had paint classes. Uh, we want to see more things like that. We have an AA group meeting on Fridays. We have another church here on Sunday evenings. We want this to be something where we connect and extend ourselves to other people and other things and not just stay in this mindset of this is what church is, this is what we do. Because if we aren't connecting, then we aren't doing our job, right? And I know that from a lot of you that I talk, what you desire most is the interaction with each other. That's what's keeping us part of what's going on is I I like people. I like these people. I like being able to have the conversation and relationships. And so how can we better build those up? That's kind of our goal leading forward into the future. And so we want you guys to know those things. Um, and even now, you know, as I presented the cards, I don't know if you have any questions of what that's going to look like, or if you guys have some questions, you can ask right now, and I'll repeat the questions so those who are watching can hear. But I want to open this up to you so that if you have a question or a thought, you can share it because this is important. I mean, it's not like there's a 1,000 people here, right? Maybe 500 at most. Uh, and, and so why shouldn't you have a voice in this community? You're, you're a big part, part of it. So I open that up to you guys and to you. What are you looking for in a church, in church or a church experience? Yeah, I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking to be challenged. I'm looking for my thoughts to be challenged. I'm looking for my actions to be challenged. And I'm looking to do more or to, you know, not just be challenged, but to like step into that challenge with a family of people. And that doesn't mean that we have to think alike or believe alike or anything like that, but but form a community based on the gospel and what that calls us to. That's that's me in a nutshell. It sounds like yeah, you're wanting what happens in a family. Yes. I've had probably with you guys also had a lot of family over for Christmas, right? We had Corrine's family over last week, we had my family over whatever, Christmas Eve, and then we were over at my daughter Lauren's and her husband's family, sort of. I mean, just a lot of family. Um, And it's kind of crazy. Yes. The kids are running (laughs) around, right? But I had some great conversation with family, good interaction. I'd I'd love to see that happen here, where there's a lot of freedom to be yourself, express yourself, and not fear that I'm going to be censored or kicked out or rebuked just because I talk this way, I think this way, and we can challenge each other, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally, mentally, and then the actions that we do, definitely. Any questions from you guys? Uh, you can raise your hand, shout it out. If not, that's fine. Again, fill out those cards and... <clears throat> Um, I want to get those information. But 
I just want you guys to know that we are changing direction and we are moving in different ways. And I don't know exactly what it's going to look like yet. It all depends actually on us. The, the direction we move in looks like you, if that makes sense, because you are the people who make up the direction. Now, you can just come along and sit along and be a part of whatever's happening here, but I hope you'll take this as an invitation to participate and do more. I think a lot of you do a lot of things and don't realize that the things you're doing are the things that God is wanting to do in the lives of other people, right? And so, so all I do is this, you know, uh, art, or all I do is this, you know, help with my neighbors, or all I do is have this kind of... And I think those are exactly the things that we saw in Acts chapter 2. And so I, th- I hope you guys will understand that you are a part of this body, and we want to make this family good, healthy. I want people to come here and say, man, I love coming in there and interacting with people, right? Because I I can't perform enough to make people want, I mean, I saw Hamilton a while back, right? Who wouldn't rather go see Hamilton than come Sunday morning, right? It's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But you know what? I do like hanging out with people. And I hope you guys see the importance that you play in that. I'll throw something out there, Sam. Okay. Um, one of the things I love about church is uh, the weekly world out there is so crazy. I'm in the construction business, and it's, it's just not a whole lot of Christianity through that. So a lot of my church on Sunday morning is getting a great start to my week. Mm-hmm. Having Sunday to come in and fellowship with some of the friends that must go back a really long way, you know, mm-hmm. years and years, and um, other ones we just just met a few years ago, but just to start the beginning of the week in that kind of way. Okay. So just for those online, John was sharing that, you know, because of his work week and all the things he has to go through at the job, that Sunday mornings is a great way for him to kind of start the week off and just kind of setting his mind in a different place, maybe to help him through that week. And so appreciate that, John. Yeah, I think, I think that's something that we need. Yeah, I know. I could use that probably a couple times a week, but definitely <laughs> hear you. Great. Thank you. Yes? I just want to throw something out, too, because uh, I think that most people or a lot of people are perfectionists or have very high expectations of themselves. And sometimes we forget that what we bring to the table really is enough mm. and that we are, we are supposed to share within our imperfections mm. and just do, like... Getting together for a Bible study doesn't have to be prepared. Let's just get together. Mm. You know, like, I'm really not a good piano player, you guys don't know, but I really am not. But I'm just doing it. And I think sometimes we just hinder ourselves of just serving Mm. or doing something because we have this expectation of it having to be grand. But I don't think it has to be. And so, again, for those watching, Lydia just shared that a lot of times we have expectations that we have to be a certain level to be able to participate and contribute, and you don't, right? You, you don't have to have this certain level to be able to participate in the family. Like, that's exactly right. My, I'll eat whatever food is brought to my family, you know. Um, <laughs> and they might not be, you know, a Gordon Ramsay chef, but, you know, it's love made that food, and I'm going to eat it. And so, yeah, whatever you bring at your level is still something that is welcome and important. And it's important that we, who are in, quote, leadership, 
help people understand that so that we don't make you feel like, oh, it has to be so good. Otherwise, it's not good enough. Now, you know, I think those things play out, but I think it's important that everyone has that freedom to express and be a part of that, and that's important. Very good. Again, just going back to the, you know, Acts 2.42, the things that we see there are, um, in, you know, getting together, just getting together, right? Breaking bread, which could just mean having each other over for dinner or grabbing a coffee or something like that. But we see, like, daily life, yeah. getting, doing, doing something together or moving together forward. And, um, and that's, I think, what, you know, like you said, that's what people were seeing. They were like, who are, who are these people about? Yeah. They love each other so much, it's not just this one thing. It's all of life. And, um, and that's, that's hard because we're all so busy and we all, you know, we're all so busy. <laughs> I was talking to someone this week and they were just mentioning how so many people have just withdrawn themselves because of COVID and yeah. all that's happened the last couple of years. You know, we, we have not shared in the Lord's table together in a long time. And part of that has been, how do you do it safe, right? Um, it's like, because we, we could get those little cups and hand them out. I'm not going to do that. I, I don't like those, right? It's just like, this is not the expression of communion. We used to have love feasts where once a month we'd get together and have a potluck. And that was our communion once a month. And I'd love to see something like that happen again. But again, we're still in the middle of COVID, right? And so it's like, how do we do something? But breaking bread is important, right? Family and breaking bread. I mean, the, the people I'm closest to, I eat with a lot, right? Because food's good, right? I mean, it's providing life to us and we get to share something that is giving us life. And that needs to happen, right? So it's not just here's a cup, here's a drink, that's it. I mean, if you read in Corinthians, it says that after they ate, he took the cup. So they had a meal, and then they participated in the remembering. It wasn't just here's a cup, here's this, right? There was this connection. And so we'd love to see those things happen again, but again, we have to do it in a way that is going to be safe. Hopefully you do that with one another, as you break bread with people and have conversation with people, remember, you are the church. And so church happens at Gus's Barbecue in Claremont when you go there with somebody, right? And you invite them there. It happens at, you know, wherever you go and enjoy. It happens at your home when you invite people to your house and you have a meal, have a drink, and you enjoy each other's company. Church is happening, and that is where we grow. That is where life happens. That is where we have the ability to participate, contribute, and encourage one another, right? And so this is a revolution. We're asking you to join, and it's something that begins not here on Sunday mornings, but begins in each of our hearts as we lean into and participate in what God wants to do in us and through us. Have any other questions for me? That was, that was good. Um, the, uh, the, the one thing that you said, and I forget, what are you reading, the ESV? Yeah. 
um, I think we, we typically hear that one of one mind of one accord. Mm -hmm. That was a little different, but that was cool too. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think like that, um, that's what, I think that's the hard part about where we're at in our culture. And I'm sure it was different in that culture. But still, that idea of, of being together, of one mind of accord, doesn't mean that we're all in one political party together. Yeah. It means that we have this gospel life together. Yeah. And so what we do, you know, each of us together, each of us by ourselves and our own families, and when we bring it here and we're together as a family, um, what we do with that, with that gospel life, I think that's going to, that's, that's the light of the world. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, we can have those differences. And, and I love sometimes the conversations that are part of our community in the morning when we're setting up, right? When, when Rick is talking and Lydia is talking and it's like, you wouldn't hear this conversation in most churches. Um, but you would hear it in life. And that's what this is supposed to be, right? This isn't something that we are going to censor. It's not something we're going to try and make you conform to. This is something that we grow into. And we allow the Spirit of God who is at work in all our hearts to start guiding us, leading us, shaping us. But include, it's got to begin where we are, right? If God doesn't deal with the real me, then he's not dealing with me at all. Right? And so it has to be that genuine. It has to be that freedom to express and not feel judged. Oh, no, if I say that, they're going to condemn me. They're going to rebuke me. Or if I join this party or if I say I believe this about COVID or I believe this about politics, then I'm going to be slammed. It's like, no, I can talk to you about it. I can tell you why I might disagree or agree with it but you're still my family. You're still my brother. You still are someone who I need to care about like they did in Acts 2, right? They didn't say all those who were just in this political party, right? That was one of the problems that they faced when the Gentiles came in. Yep. It's like, oh man, we got to treat those people just like we're treating these people. And Paul rebuked Peter because he wasn't, right? And so, but they were still there. They were still together, and so we have to kind of not have so thin skin, you know, or they don't teach what I want. I mean, well, I shared with you guys the letter I got the other way. I'm leading you all to the cliffs of hell, um, basically, because I'm not teaching the right thing, right? Gosh, how will we ever grow if we can't challenge what we think, right? And so hopefully that can happen with all of us and myself, too. So that's kind of a little glimpse of where we're at and where we're going. Can't give you a whole lot of exact detail, but I want you to know it's going to look a little different um, and hopefully be a lot healthier, I think, for all of us, especially in our culture at this time. Guys, good. Any other questions, thoughts? Give me your cards. And then, Jason, you, Liddy, got one more song? All right, let's, let's hear it. You know what, I want to say something. Uh, Mary Borja led us in worship yesterday um, for Christmas service, her and Lydia. 
And I know, sorry, Mary, to embarrass you, but hey, now that I'm doing it, um, it was something that meant a lot to her. And it was so wonderful to be here and participate in that with you, to have Genesis be a place where you got to do something that was so important to you. Uh, I'm just so thankful we got to do that. Um, Also, someone who's going to really be mad at me, um, my wife, it's her birthday today. Um, I can't not say that. I mean, it's just... So she's going to be upset with me, but show her some love. I know you all do. May you understand that as a child of God, you have a place not only in his house, but in his kingdom and in his work. And may you lean into the work that God has for you by the grace that has been given through our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you guys. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Love you. Take care. You have been listening to the Genesis Podcast. We invite you to join us at one of our weekly gatherings. You can find more information at www.thegenesisstory.com as well as opportunities to help financially support this podcast. Thank you for listening.